This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You continue to support NIH money going to Wuhan. You continue to say you trust the Chinese scientist. You appear to have learned nothing from this pandemic. Will you today finally take some responsibility for funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Sean Rima, <laughs> 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. That would be a new News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Rand Paul, man, he's a junkyard dog on that Fauci, man. He ain't letting that Fauci wiggle away, man. Let's talk about that. Uh, two one zero. Uh, the phone, li- phone lines are open. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um. Yeah, Rand Paul v. Uh, Doctor Fauci is just a lot of fun. That's some fun TV watching, isn't it, Chris? Unless you think about it too much and it gets depressing. Because basically, what what Rand Paul was able to get him. Uh, it, it was was putting to him is that, you know, essentially, when this stuff about this it, now we know to be four million of your dollars, four million of your dollars, uh, went to fund gain of function research at the Wuhan lab via Echo Health, Eco Health, which is kind of a. Uh, a science group that they they kind of funneled the money through to Wuhan four million dollars for this research, where you are trying to manipulate uh, a the, the COVIDs in, in a freaking bat and bind it uh, to uh, I guess a protein or something in a mouse because we and the mice's uh, share uh, some certain I don't know Chris what would you describe it as uh, like. I don't know, proteins, and I'm not very medically <laughs> when it comes to the mices. Uh, so because we share certain biological things, us and mice, uh, if you can make this bat virus, you know, infect a mouse, you can do it to a human. It's gain of function. And this research obviously was successful. And uh, and what happened is once this started to get out there, that this gain of function uh, uh, research, uh, which you know, Dr. Fauci's the guy that got him the money, basically started started to come out. He went on the NIH website and changed the definition of gain of function research, and that's what Rand Paul was hammering him uh, hammering him about uh, about because Rand Paul is a doctor. <laughs> So Rand Paul, you know, of anybody in the in the Senate, Rand Paul is the guy who can take Fauci on because he's a doctor. He's who's just an eye doctor. Doesn't matter. He's still a doctor, so he knows what he's talking about. And uh, you know, Fauci just uh, uh, let fly with the bull crap that he used, the same old gibberish that he, that he tosses out there. Doesn't really mean anything. He talks in circles. 
And uh, and Rand Paul said, no, you did. The, you, the definition on the website changed the day that uh, this information came out about gain-of-function research. You did that to cover your ass, is what he said. Do we have any, any more of that audio? Any of that Fauci, Rand Paul audio? Uh, I don't know. Just th- throwing up there from yesterday uh, where he's talking about this stuff. You know, which means, again, and I'll get into the intentionality of it, which is what I think. As Professor Kevin Esfeld of MIT has written, gain-of-function research looks Uh-oh. like a gamble no, that we'll- civilization can't afford to risk. And yet here we are again with you steadfast in your denials. Why does it matter? Because gain-of-function research with laboratory-created viruses not found in nature could cause a pandemic even worse the next time. We're suffering today from one that has a mortality of approximately 1%. They're experimenting with viruses that have mortalities of between 15 and 50%. Whoa. Yes, our civilization could be at risk from one of these viruses. Experiments that combine unknown viruses with known pandemic-causing viruses are incredibly risky. Experiments that combine unknown viruses with coronaviruses that have as much as 50% mortality could endanger civilization as we know it. That's good. That's good. That's that's his opening statements before he starts grilling Fauci. So, again, you don't mess with Rand Paul, man. Uh, So let's just, you know, uh, do do the, uh, the timeline here. So... $4 $4 million, I believe, from the Department of... De- I can't remember where it comes from originally. It might have been the Department of Defense. I'm not sure. seems to me like I read somewhere it was Depart- Department of Defense, Pentagon money, uh, which is your money, my money. It's tax dollar, tax-provided funds, right? Uh, Taxpayer-provided funds. So $4 million, We thought it was 600000 but it turns out to be $4 million of your money is uh, sent to the Wuhan lab for gain-of-function research between bats and mice via this EcoHealth group, okay? Now, the virus gets out (laughs) of the lab. Personally, I think intentionally. In in other words, I think Fauci was played. I think Fauci was played by the Chinese. I believe the Chinese government released this intentionally. I absolutely believe that. And you paid for it. So the, 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 the research begins at the Wuhan lab. It gets out. We start finding out about it. People in Wuhan are getting sick. Uh, the Chinese government, uh, allows travel. Uh, let's see. They start putting people on airplanes. I think, I believe that they knew were infected and sending them where to freaking New York. Dr. Fauci suddenly finds himself in the position of being uh, uh, possibly guilty of a crime against humanity. I think the Chinese played him. I think they knew they wanted this stuff to release it in America. Because at the time, they were having a really difficult time of it with Donald Trump and the tariff war and the isolation uh, and companies, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, a lot of stuff that we, in America we were becoming uh, independent of China from. Because uh, Trump knew that China was bad news. Bad news. And right around that time, man, when they really started to get hit financially, boom shakalaka, you got a pandemic, a global pandemic that uh, uh, devastates the American economy. And and uh, pretty much takes up the rest of Donald Trump's time in office, right? 
Win-win for who? The Chinese government, who had been stockpiling, and we know this as well, they had been stockpiling these uh, you know, medical masks and medical equipment that uh, you need, uh, respirators. They had been stockpiling that stuff for a while. Why? You know, I, I, and I think Fauci got played by the Chinese. I think Fauci didn't know that they had any desire to release this stuff. And yet, release it they did, and Fauci's like, oops. <laughs> I'm at the middle of this. What do you think? Here's Alex on News Talk 550 KTSA. Alex, what are you thinking? Rhyme on. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. If this stuff wasn't so serious, it'd be freaking hilarious. Right. You just you just hit all the bullet points. This wasn't an accident. This was unleashed on the world on purpose. I believe and so. I'm going to tell you something. I don't think Fauci was played. I'm, what happened was, because if you remember, Obama made him quit doing this. Yeah. Okay? Obama shut it down. Well, he, he, yeah, he thumbed his nose at everybody and said, well, I'm going to do it anyway, and I'm going to find a way around it. Okay, and then he did. And then when the Chinese had him far enough in, they went, okay, now you're going to do what we want you to do, or we're going to let everybody know it. That's what I mean, still, either right way, now. yeah, I mean, I, I believe you're right. I mean, either way, whether he, he he didn't know about it or he suddenly finds himself in a situation where they got him over a barrel, and they say, you do what we tell you to do, you know, either way, he's a bad dude, man. <laughs> yeah, you know who's... And you know whose name came to mind the other day when y'all were talking about this? I couldn't get through because y'all were at the end of the hour. Right. Joseph Mengele. Oh, God. Okay. Dr. Death. Yep. yep. That's, who, that's who this guy is. And then I did not know about him changing the definition of gain of function the same day that all this information came out. How coincidental is that? Yeah, and he didn't want to admit to it, and Rand Paul's like, you should resign. <laughs> you need to resign no, at this point. They that guy. I absolutely agree. That guy. Well, they, they, you know, he's already lied under oath. We do know that. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, so he's, he's a scumbag. He's a, he is a scumbag. If he, was, if, he was a, if he had an R behind his oh, name, my God. he'd be in jail right now. You know he would. They'd have marched into his, his residence at 5 o'clock in the morning with guns drawn and 50 freaking agents absolutely and, and shackle them and drug them off i could i absolutely there's agree two, there's yeah, there's two levels of justice in america and people better wake up this stuff with them vaccinating five-year-old kids oh god I tell you i'm gonna make a prediction just like trey likes to make them okay two years from now after they get all these kids vaccinated they're gonna come to the american people and they're gonna apologize all over ourselves because we didn't realize your children's DNA has now changed, and now they're screwed, and you got to take this crap forever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what's yep. I, I think you're right, man. I got to go, Alex. Thank you. For, thank you for the call, brother. Have a good day, man. You too, man. Rock on. Two one zero. Yeah. You know, these are dark and strange times, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. 23 minutes after 9, I'm Sean. Hi. News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, Chris. Hi, John. Hi, Don and Chris. Hello, all you people out there listening. to my little show. Are you like it? Do you like this show? You know, I know that Don Morgan believes that I have a filthy mind, and I, I deeply resent that. But uh, oh, you, you know, deeply I, resemble that as well. I'm, well, I'm looking at Lauren Biebert, 
uh, congresswoman out of Colorado. Right. And uh, she she did the and I thought this photograph was was altered, but it's not. She's actually there with Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago, posing with Donald Trump, and she's wearing this tight red dress. It's kind of the in, the reverse of what AOC did. She had a white dress with red lettering. This is a red dress with white lettering, and it says "Let's go, Brandon." And I know you guys think I have a filthy mind, and I don't know where the hell you get that from, but. Damn, she's kind of you. She's kind of a little hottie, isn't she? I mean, she's cute, man. Who's this again? Lauren Biebert, man. B o e b e r t. Chris, have you seen the picture? Yeah, because she's got Brandon right across her butt there. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> you seen it? Look at that now. No, I'm not seeing. You're not seeing a Let's Go Brandon uh, address, no. Lauren Biebert? No. Chris, are you seeing it? Yeah, Chris sees it. Well, she's got to turn her butt towards the camera because Brandon's right on the, on the butt there. It's a pretty, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a pretty nice caboose there. Just... <laughs> she's, she's a lot, she, well, you know, AOC is one of the most annoying, moronic human beings on the planet. And I don't think she's very attractive, but Lauren Biebert? Lauren Biebert? Kind of channeling Palin there with the Yeah, that's what I was thinking. She looks a little like Sarah Palin. I had such a crush on Sarah when she first came on the scene, man. I touched her fingertips. (laughs) So I was at a McCain-Palin rally. Right. And with my daughter. My daughter was like five. I was in Colorado, and I'm like, right, we're on the right of the edge of the the bleachers there. And when uh, Sarah came by... I got her to sign a John McCain sign. I was going to say, would it, Touch been, her fingertips. would it have been her hand if she hadn't pulled away? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I love Sarah. I was so in love with her. There's Leo. I love my wife, of course. My wife is much prettier than Lauren Biebert. I'm just saying that dress is quite fetching. <laughs> Brandon's right there, right there in the, in the caboose. Right. Did you see it yet? Yeah, I did. It's nice, huh? What the hell is wrong? Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Chris, can you play the uh, Silence of Silence of the Lambs music for me, please? No, here we go. This ought to be good. Oh, um. <laughs> Let's. My wife's texting me. I think. Oh no, you're in so much trouble. Uh. Nice. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Oh, don't do the dance. No. It will put Brandon on its butt. <laughs> it will put Brandon to, Brandon on its butt. Uh... Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Let's see here with the wife. Uh... Oh, man. Punk ass. Punk ass, yeah. That's... Your eyes are going to fall out if you keep staring at that picture. That's my wife. But she didn't say punk ass yet. It's coming. Because she's in the process of stitching up your voodoo doll. <laughs> she probably has one. I wouldn't blame her. Uh, <laughs> come on, baby. I got to go to a break. Come on. Give me the punk ass. Come on. Come on, baby. Come on. Chris, can you play the music one more time? It will text punk ass to me now, or it will get the hose again. It will text punk ass to me or it will get the hose. 
Put the text in the message. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby. I love you and only you, sweetie. Because you a fox, too, man. My wife's foxy. She's, she's a little hottie, too, man. 210-599-5555. There we go. Punk ass. Okay, now I, my life's complete. Okay. Let me... Let me. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Hey, hey. So ABBA, them ABBA people, them that group that 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 disco group, you know, called ABBA. ABBA has put out a new record, first record in forty years, right? Don Morgan heard a little bit of it. He said it sounded like ABBA. <laughs> they they're not trying to innovate or or they just they did an out they did a an ABBA record, and it sounds like ABBA, right? Yeah. It sounds as though they just ignored everything else that had been going on for the last 40 years. They said, you know what? We're going to just do what we do. That's cool, though. Yeah. I like ABBA. It's almost kind of a punk yeah. rock thing to do in a yeah, way. In a sense, know? it is. Like, this is who we are, man. <laughs> this is who we are. Don't try to change it. I like ABBA, even though they're you know Swedish and I'm Norwegian, and right. there's always a bit of a angst there, you know? Yeah. They were interviewed uh, about the inspiration for the new record, and they said, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know you can always you can, you can always tell a sweet but you can't tell him much uh, so, <laughs> my mom used to say that all oh, those darn swedes so uh what chris dancing queen sounds like you're cooking it's a Swedish show. Swedish show. The Muppet Show. <laughs> if you're if you're under the age of thirty, you have no idea what I what I'm doing here. Remember uh, the Swedish chef? Yes. Do, 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 do. Throwing a bork, bork, bork. <laughs> That's right. He would every now and again. He'd change it up a little. Oh, the good old days. There's something else that wouldn't fly in this day and age. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It would not at the all. Freaking Muppets you couldn't play yeah. today, man. <laughs> you could never do that. It would be considered offensive, man. Right. You could have tranny Muppets, but you can't have a Swedish chef Muppet. Think about them apples for a second. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance on me. I'm just screwing off today. 210-599-5555. What? Chris, 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 going, no, no. no. <laughs> he never. Boy, they're looking old, too. I'm looking at a picture Wait, there. Did someone write that down? That's a song. <laughs> yeah, right. They're sitting around the studio. Hey, what do you think about this? <laughs> That'll be a great hook. <laughs> How about, I like the Vahunda Hunda Hunda. That could be a great bridge. <laughs> Come on. I used to, uh, oh. actually, if you want to look up something really, really funny, 
there's this. I don't. I don't think they do anything anymore. But there used to be this uh, band called the Dan Band. Do you remember them? They were out uh, maybe I don't know, fifteen, twenty years ago, fifteen years no, ago. I don't remember the Dan. Well, he was he played in the uh, weddings, uh, one of the Adam Sandler movies. Dan, the guy Dan played the weddings, the guy heading the band at the at a, at a wedding, right? Wedding Crashers was that? Was that? I can't remember the movie. Which one was it? I mean, he was in several Adam uh, Sandler's movies. Was he? He, he was, um, old school was the one where he was at Will Ferrell's wedding. Oh, that's one, the scene that we saw the other. You know, like oh, that's right. Ago. And he he and he's got a great singing voice. The guy used to be on Broadway, and he adds profanity to old to old songs. So like he drops the f bomb through total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> And, well, we all did at some point. Yeah, we did, so, yeah. yeah. You know, like, uh, uh, now well, I'm blank and falling apart. And that's what the funny part about it, because it's, it's the song. It's, yeah. He does the song the way it's performed, except he slips those in. Yeah. And, and so it's brilliant. You see, the, you know, the crowd, and you can just imagine if you were to hire them and not know that's what he does, and he <laughs> yeah. figures it out the hard way. And so they did, a, they did a concert on one of the old cable channels that's no longer around. Like it was kind of the artsy-fartsy cable channel. And they turned it into a CD. The Dan, because it's the Dan Band. It's him and then two dudes in suits for some bizarre reason who are his backup singers. Like he comes out with a backwards hat on, a pair of jeans, just looking like a dude. And he's got these two dudes in suits. And they like do these weird dances behind him while he, they're his backup singers. Right. And, uh, and they, have a, they put a record out. It's the Dan Band Live, I think. Where they do a couple of ABBA, they do like an ABBA montage of like three different ABBA songs with the F bomb and the S bomb drop throughout. It's really funny, man. Chris, if you, I, I should burn you a copy of that. You, you probably like that. But uh, so yeah, anyway. So we're just screwing off here. Two one zero five nine. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one I think you're you're having a live audition to be one of Abba's backup singers here this morning. <laughs> we like to go, go through the process, right? Just do it right now, just to get just to get in front of them, and then when they ask you to sing something, you go, <clears throat> "Okay, this is Dancing Queen. This is my version of Dancing Queen." You can't even practice with the scales. Yeah, do the Mariah Carey hand thing. Great, you know, clutch your chest like they do when they hit the high notes. You ever notice how the singers now always grab their chest when they're... Wave your hand up and down like this. I hate that crap. I hate when they do that crap. Just stop with the hands, man. Mariah Carey started that crap, and it was annoying then. Right. Uh 210-599-5555. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I mean, if Patty Labelle does it, then it's cool, right? Because been, she's been doing that stuff right. since the fifties. But everybody else is just a poser. Plus, she can sing. Plus, she can <laughs> sing. Everybody else is just a poser. Yeah. Oh, by the way, they're Sweden. Your meatballs suck. All right, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Where did that come from? <laughs> Swedes. <laughs> Ufta. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. <laughs> so you know how, like, when Joe Biden said just a couple of days ago that he's not going to give any, you know, uh, illegal aliens uh, are not going to be paid off via the Justice Department? 
Uh, well, it was a bunch of bull crap. Apparently they are. <laughs> and this is, I mean, just follow me on this, man. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. The DOJ, the Department of Homeland Security, and the Department of Health and Human Services uh, are, are working to settle. This is from the Breitbart article. Article. Uh, are working to settle with a number of border crossers represented represented by the ACLU who claim they have suffered trauma as a result of former President Donald Trump's zero-tolerance policy that was briefly imposed in 2019. So they're going to pay them each $450,000. Illegal aliens. Because they was traumatized by crossing the border during the Trump era. Uh, for a family, it's going to be a million bucks. A million dollars. The total cost will reach $1 billion to give this money to these people. And they're, they're, they're illegal aliens. They, they, they came here illegally. And they're going to get paid. And you and I, just like we paid for the uh, COVID virus, right? You're now going to be paying illegal aliens money because they were traumatized during the Trump era. Why is this happening? Well, because they they they, they just need to, they're trying to make everything they can uh, negative about Donald Trump. This is about the midterms. It's about the next presidential cycle. That Donald Trump, look, he cost us a billion dollars because we had to pay these people, we had to settle these lawsuits. It's politics. Meanwhile, you know, we still got uh, folks pouring over the border in the Biden era. And I don't know if Biden didn't know. I guess he didn't know because he's asked the, the deuce. We call him now the Peter Deucey. We don't call him the deuce. The deuce meister. The Deuce Rooney. Uh, he uh, he's asked. He asked Joe Biden about is this going? Are you going to be paying these people money? And first, Biden calls it garbage, a garbage story, and then he says, "No, it's not going to happen." So, uh, but that this was uh, confirmed uh, t- uh, yesterday. Actually, I'm not really sure th- this uh, press secretary, deputy press secretary. Karen Pierre uh, said that, yeah, we're going to be doing this because it'll save taxpayer dollars. I don't really understand that statement at all. (laughs) I don't understand that statement at all. Chris, what is he implying? That, you know, if they don't settle with them, they'll get more? I I don't know. A million bucks seems like a lot of money. 210-599-5555. Here's Mike. Mike, how you doing? Hey, love your show, brother. Oh, thank you. God bless you. I got two solutions for our problem. What's One, that? We charge every person who comes to our country illegally $450,000. How about we try that? <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Uh-huh. And but now that would be racist. Is, well, it, it, when, see, that's the thing. is That's what they want us to think. But it don't matter who comes across that border. Right. You did it illegally, $450,000. And if you can't pay it, Hunter Biden will give you some Chinese money from his team. <laughs> There you go. We haven't heard from old Hunter in a while, man. He must be sleeping one off. Well, you're doing a lot better now with Baldwin. <laughs> That's <laughs> you right. Better be hiding, brother. That's right. Hey, thanks for the call, man. Rock on. Yeah. You know, Hunter, since the art gallery thing, you don't really hear much about him. 
Have you noticed you also don't hear much about Kamala Harris anymore? Like, she's just gone, man. What is she doing? Does anybody know what she's doing right now? She's just not there, man. Richard. Yeah. Richard. Well, about uh, Carmela, Carmela, whatever her name is, she's in the witness protection program. (laughs) But uh, that's 450 grand to illegals for coming here illegally. Isn't that great? Yeah, well, what about all the veterans that are living under bridges and homeless and stuff like that that served America? And, by the way, we're here illegally. Uh, Right. So, yeah, we're letting our vets who, who, you know, uh, put their lives on the line for our our country, we're we're letting them sleep under bridges, but we're paying illegals, you know, half a million dollars, a million dollars. Yeah, because that makes sense, right? Not really. (laughs) I concur. It doesn't make any damn sense at all, man. Yeah, I think thanks for the have a good Friday, Sean. You too, brother. Have a great weekend, man. Bye bye. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Did I admit to eating a McRib yesterday on the air? Did I do that on the air? I don't think I did it on the air. I had a McRib yesterday. I'm sorry. You're so icky and gross. I just. Chris drove me to it. He just drove me to it. Chris drove me to consuming a McRib. And I haven't felt right since. I just don't feel right. In my guts. In my guts. Um, Coming up next hour, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to be talking about. We'll talk about some more newsy stuff. I might make fun of ABBA some more. I don't know. We'll play it by ear, shall we? And Rudy J, Rudy J from ESPN... Uh, will join us uh, at uh, at ten fifteen. We'll see what's going on with him. Uh, they do the morning show. He does the morning show with Rob Thompson over there, the, the sports star ESPN, from seven to ten Monday through Friday. So uh, we, we're all friends. We all see each other around, and he saw us a hoot. He saw us a hoot when he comes by. It's coming up next hour on News Talk five fifty KTSA. If it saves taxpayer dollars and puts uh, the disastrous history of the previous administration's use of zero tolerance and family separation behind us, the president is perfectly comfortable with the Department of Justice settling with the individuals and families who are currently in litigation with the U.S. government. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Be silent! In other words, shut up. We're not stupid. Saving taxpayer dollars and erases the legacy of the the horrible legacy of the of the cruel Trump administration zero tolerance policy. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. They just don't get Trump, man. Steve, hang on. We're gonna come to you in a second. They just they really don't get Trump. They still don't get Trump. Talking smack about Trump is a losing hand. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, keep talking about Trump all you want. Let's go, Brandon. But they really do believe, and I, I said this yesterday, it's hard to understand. You know, do they know that, you know, slamming Trump all the time and trying to blame everything on Trump is a losing hand, and but yet uh, they're trying to demonize people who still support Trump? 
or they're trying to come up with claiming rights or, or stuff that they can say in the next few elections, or if they're really the, just that stupid that they don't realize talking smack about Trump has the opposite impact. It sure as hell did in in in, in, uh, in Virginia. Because they couldn't shut up about Trump. And look how it went for him. 210-599-5555. Here's Steve. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing well, sir. What are you thinking? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. It really says something about, and, and not one member, not one member of the cowardly and the media will ask any members of the administration why the illegal alien invaders that were separated from their families under Obama and, and uh, I'm sorry, Barack Hussein Obama right. and under uh, 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 Joe Brandon, uh, <laughs> why they can't sue. But it says something about our supposed uh, representative government that the American citizen voters who voted to put our so-called representatives into government offices we have to seek permission to sue our government, hmm. but yet the illegal alien invader can just uh, cross the border, break the law, and sue our government. Yeah, that odd that. really speaks volumes. It really does. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, as usual, Steve. Thanks for the call, man. Yep. Yes, sir. You have a great weekend. 210-599-5555. Here's Brad. Brad, how you doing? Hey, Sean. You know, uh, somebody pointed out that when uh, – Twitter and Facebook and all these things banned uh, Donald Trump. It actually uh, backfired on him because people no longer have the mean tweets or whatever to point out and say, right. you see what a mean, vicious guy is. All they have basically now are memories of you know cheaper gas <laughs> and a border wall being constructed and how – you know, honestly, media uh, showing people in alleged cages, Right. Uh, that tended to get broadcast down there, and those people saying, yeah, yeah, no, it ain't worth it. I'm not going to do that. And they turn around. They weren't streaming across, and then suddenly the word got out that Uncle Joe and Kamala were in the house, and they were going to stop funding on the wall and, and defund the police. So everybody, come on up. It's no big deal. Right, right. It, it, it's just unfortunate. I don't ever remember, you know, a one-term president. Uh, you know, Jimmy Carter, George Bush Sr., having that much uh, con- uh, consequence and, and generating that much conversation even after they've left office. I mean, right. by 1981-82, nobody, even the Democrats, weren't mentioned in Jimmy Carter anymore. Right. And then and Trump, they, they the one-term president, they, they, they're still talking about him this far. They are. And the new guy's turn. <clears throat> they are. You're, you're right. And, and you're right in that, you know, it's actually serving him that he's not on social media uh, exactly. because he's you not know, giving him any new material. And Youngkin, Youngkin talked to him, but they were not never really close. And right. so McAuliffe and those guys couldn't say that, uh, you know, Youngkin was a Trump junior. And for that matter, you know, the guy out in California that challenged Gruesome Newsom, he wasn't really a hardcore Trumper, but they tried and they succeeded uh, painting him with the Trump brush. Right. I've yep. never seen nobody. Nobody was ever in 1978 or right. 80 saying so and so is under the influence of Jimmy Carter. You right. Know, it's it's a, yeah, you're right. I, I got to run, Brad, but I appreciate the call. You're absolutely right. Uh, it's weird. And I like the way Riccardi puts it. He says they, they broke it. Trump broke them. He broke their minds. <laughs> and it's true. He, he, you know, they, they, they just cannot let him go. Even to their own detriment. You know, that's what's funny about it. I think not overall, but a big part of it is the fact that, you know, he used to be a Democrat. 
Yeah. You know, maybe, they, well, they, they feel betrayed on top of that. They might. Because he was their friend. They loved him when he was giving them money <laughs> and was attending their galas and their fundraising events. They loved his ass then. Uh, and I, I'm sure they do feel like a, like they've been betrayed. But and since then, they're just absolutely terrified of him. And you don't, you're not thinking rationally when you're gripped with fear. You know? Right. You're right. You know what they're like? They're like, <laughs> they're like a psycho ex-girlfriend. You know what I mean? The entire Democratic Party, they're like a psycho ex, like a single psycho ex-girlfriend that can't, that hates your guts, but she can't shut up about you. She can't let you go. Well, that's the thing. So right now they're saying, I will not be ignored. <laughs> right. Right. I'm not going to be ignored. You know, if Trump had a rabbit, they would want to boil it, you know, and, and on a stove. You know, seriously. They can't let it go, man. I love you. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. You know, I was thinking earlier, the funny thing, if, if he had won re-election, right now all the same people would be saying, don't get the vaccine. You don't want the vaccine. <laughs> no, right. They would. You're absolutely right. That's what they were saying. When, he, when they first rolled it out, Trump was still the president. Kamala Harris. Well, I don't know if I'm going to take it. I don't trust it. It's, come from, it's coming from Donald Trump. It's the same. It's the same freaking vaccine, man. <laughs> now that same vaccine. Now they want to mandate that you give it to your five-year-old kid. And if Trump had been said the word mandate, there was Nazi, Nazi, fascist. <laughs> what a bunch of dorks, man. I mean, they they really are. They're just a bunch of dorks. Don't they realize how obnoxious they And that's what's funny. They have no idea. You know, like, a dork usually doesn't realize how dorky they are. They think all this smack talk about Donald Trump. People love it, man. People love it when I talk smack about Trump. Uh, uh, you know, because they agree. They agree he's a racist and an awful person. It's like, no. <laughs> right now, they're kind of missing him. <laughs> Real bad. Real bad. Well, it's zero self-awareness. They only have focus on the perception they're trying to put out. Right, r- precisely. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two. So keep keep on talking smack about Donald Trump. By all means, <laughs> then every place will be Virginia <laughs> in the midterms, man. I don't care what that little uh, runt uh, Geraldo Rivera has to say. That was a shellacking, man. They got shellacked last Tuesday. Shellacked. And it's going to happen again. So just keep pinning your hopes and your, and your dreams on on trouncing and, and complaining and blaming Donald Trump for everything. See how that works for you. See how that works for you. 210-599-5555. Here's, here's Groove Dog. How you doing, Groove Dog? Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> what are you thinking, man? Hey, man. Did you have siblings when you were growing up? I, I did, yes. Yes, I had two brothers. Did you ever just like? Did you ever just like to find out what annoyed them and just do it over and over and over again? Actually, they were really good at doing that to me. <laughs> well, I'm sure you deserved it. But, uh, uh, I think Probably. We should, have a let's go, we should have a let's go Brandon Day and get as many people as we can to call up the White House switchboard and just drive them nuts. Because there's a place where you can leave a message and just a quick let's go, Brandon. <laughs> That'd be funny. Millions of Americans doing it, too. 
until it crashes the system. That would be funny. I'm not doing it by myself because I got IRS problems. Well, yeah, don't do it. We'll start a movement. All right, man. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great weekend. You too, man. Have a great weekend. 210-599-5555. I guess we'll take a break and we'll come back. Rudy J is going to be joining us from ESPN, so we'll see what's on his mind. That's coming up on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. How are you? Everybody having a good time? Got anything going on this weekend? What you doing this weekend? Chris is making rice. Are you making rice, Chris? Or are you going to learn how to make rice? Chris is telling me he's going to learn how to make rice. You going to make rice? Can you make me some rice? I can eat rice. You're going to make rice with pork chops too, aren't you? You put pork chops in the rice. Spanish rice. I know how to Spanish make rice. rice. You're going to make Spanish rice. But you're, it's not like when I go buy Spanish, right? You're making, you're actually stuck making it from scratch. You're learning how to do it. Right. Because that I cannot do. Don Morgan, what are you doing this weekend? You got anything going on this weekend? Yeah, I've been told that I have to uh, go get Christmas decorations <sighs> out of the storage unit. Oh, God. Yeah. Fun times. Right. Here he comes. I've tried to figure out a way to get out of it. <laughs> you know. could always weld the door shut. Well, you know, I, I said, you know, I lost the key to the to the lock at the storage unit. Right. Well, you know, don't worry, I have one. I have a couple extra made. There are snakes in there. So. Yeah, snakes. There's giant spiders. Um, you know, I was going to ask if I could use that little battery box thing you used to carry around with you. So I, I have a condition. I can't go digging around. Got a condition. There, come on. Rudy J has joined us from ESPN. What's up, man? How are you, man? From the morning show with Rob Thompson, seven to ten Monday through Friday. Is it too early for Christmas for you? I mean, you start decorating. Uh, or... Yes, yes. You it's, and I, I agree. Now, you know, I, I don't turkey yet. <laughs> I, not, you know, it's, it's. I guess not too early to shop, but I'm not ready for Christmas music. If that's I, what you're either. I mean, I I don't start thinking it's Christmas until Santa Claus drags his fat ass past Macy's on Thanksgiving Day morning <laughs> with the parade. So, when does your tree go up in your house? <sighs> the real question is, when does it come down? We used, my, leave, we used to leave it up all year round. Yeah, my it record. Be a stick. <laughs> my record is February. February. I made it all. My my tree stayed up till February. We we uh we had one that was a live tree that we didn't take down in our old apartment for like six months. Are you serious? Yeah, it was just a stick, so man. June. That set the apartment <laughs> on fire, dude. I, I, I'm amazed we didn't. You know. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I probably, we probably need to like buy stuff, buy stuff early this year. Yeah. You know, especially you're going to do it online or whatever. Oh, if you're doing it online, you better order it now. Right. This stuff's taking forever. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. So I, you know, but, uh, as far as getting into the spirit, no, not till Thanksgiving. Yeah, man, man. I, it's too early. Way too Way early too for me. Early. Some people already put their trees up. Some people, like my wife, are already watching the Hallmark Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh God! Only only oh. movie I have to watch, I watch Christmas Story every year. Christmas Story is great. Other than that, Charlie Brown. I do a little Charlie, little Charlie. I but like it. It. <laughs> it sounded like it was a drug. Like I like doing yeah. a little Charlie, man. I know. And mix it with some Molly. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little, little Molly hot. and Charlie, man. A little quick, little highball. <laughs> What the hell is I, oh, I, I like, don't know. I like watching, uh, 
I watch the old fart, the really old Christmas Carol every year. Yeah. But have you ever seen Santa Claus Conquers the Martians? What? Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, man. I'll, I'm putting it on the list. You got it. You probably have to buy a DVD of it. I okay. don't know. It, it's got. It's, it's probably on Netflix. I don't know. But it's, it's an old night, late 1960s, cheap ass Christmas movie that was directed by Roger Corman. He used to do Night of the Living Dead and all that stuff. How do the alien Martians look in this? Movie? Ridiculous. <laughs> they have like dryer hoses coming off of their, you know, off of their helmets. Would it be better with medicinal products? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, you shouldn't want. Yes. <laughs> okay. We're not going to explain that anymore. Yeah. But this was, do some a lot of things. But this was a lot of things. Uh, KTSA. A lot of things. <laughs> That's right, Lance Gregg. A lot of things. <laughs> Lance. <laughs> He's talking about alfalfa. Yeah. And kale. Um. So yeah, it's 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 one yeah. of my favorites. It's really stupid, but it's so stupid, it's good. So check it out. All right. Anything else going on with you this weekend? No. I'm I'm probably go to Worst Fest tonight. I'm a worst fest guy. Oh, worst fest again. Yeah, last year of 2020 we couldn't. Then remember right. they had the fire. Oh, that's right. So, I haven't been in a while, so I think I think I'm going to. So if you see me, holler at me. Buy me a pitcher <laughs> of beer. I'm poor. I do radio. <laughs> Rudy J, man, Later, you rock, man. man. Have a great weekend, man. We'll see you on Monday. Rudy J and Rob Thompson do the morning show over at the Sports Starts on ESPN Monday through Friday from uh, from seven to ten a.m. Uh two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And uh I'm looking at the dumbest thing. You ever find yourself looking at the dumbest thing that's that's like on face puke? The thing I've been looking at for the past few minutes are most controversial uh movie costumes. And you know what's finally made the list? Robert Downey Jr. Tropic Thunder, man. That is that is one of my favorite movies. That I don't. Chris knows this. I'm not really big into comedies because comedies aren't very funny usually. <laughs> you know, if it's going to be a comedy, I better I better be freaking laughing, man. And Tropic Thunder, where Robert Downey Jr. plays kind of a snooty, uh, almost Peter O'Toole kind of you know method actor who actually. Has his skin dyed black so he can play a black guy in Vietnam, and it's hilarious. He should have won an he should have won an Oscar for that for best supporting. Tropic Thunder is without a doubt one of my favorite movies and one of the funniest movies. But that movie and that came out that it's not that old of a movie. It came out like ninety eight, I think it was you know it's late nineties, or maybe not. Maybe it was later than that. Let me take a look. Now I got to take a look. Well, I'm thinking about it. Let's see when the when Tropic Thunder came out. Because the point is, and this is what this thing that I was looking at said, that movie would never get made today. 2008. 2008. So it's not even that long ago, really, relatively no, speaking. Really. And just think of how, how, how quickly things changed. That movie would never, ever get made today. And it was brilliant, man. Just absolutely freaking brilliant, man. Uh, 210-599-5555, because now we're so woke. Everybody's freaking offended. I'm surprised they haven't tried to cancel that movie. You know what I mean? Like, burn every copy. Of course, I'm still, Chris, I'm still thinking in terms of copies instead of uploads and streaming. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. We're going to take a break. 
and uh, talk about some more crap. That's coming up next <laughs> on News Talk 550 KTSA. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Again, ABBA has a new record out. You heard Don Morgan reporting on it. Apparently, after 40 years, they sound like ABBA. And they're Swedish. And I'm Norwegian. I don't like the Swedes. And they don't like me. Oofta. You know what else I don't like? Taco Bell. I don't like Taco Bell. I'm not a big Taco Bell fan. Okay. You know what? I was before I got to San Antonio. Right? When I lived in Maryland, okay, yeah, I'd eat some freaking Taco Taco Bell. I thought that's what Mexican food tasted like. I thought, was, I thought that's what the Mexicanese ate. But then I came here and I realized, ah, I've been eating crap for all these years. <laughs> well, in Sacramento, where all the crazy people live, and you got to watch out for the hobo poop. Do you want to slide in the hobo poop? Uh, a young couple got married at a Taco Bell. Well, they're from Sacramento. But they got married. <laughs> they got married at a, 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 a Taco Bell restaurant in, uh, I thought it was in Vegas, but no, it was in Pacifica, California. They found a Taco Bell that does weddings. And that, and that, this, this upsets me. I don't know why. I don't give a crap. They, they, they get married where you want to get married. Get married at a trash dumpster if you want. I don't care. But Taco Bell. But this is the dude is a white dude, okay? It's a honky. And the bride's name is Annalicia Garcia. Garcia. Why? Well, I didn't say that right. But you know what that means, Chris? She's Mexicanese. She's a Mexican chick. And she, I love Taco Bell. What the hell's wrong with you? Was there a name? No, she no, she's not that cool, apparently. Annalisa Garcia, twenty four years of age, and Kyle Hauser. Boy, is that a honky name? You can't get more honky than Kyle Hauser. That is a white dude's name, man. I'm Kyle ha- ha- Kyle Hauser. This is my new bride, Annalicia Garcia. And uh and so they found a freaking Taco Bell. No, this does, Taco Bell does weddings. Huh? This Taco Bell does weddings? That's, but they're known for doing weddings. So like a combo? <laughs> they come with a 12-pack of tacos? Well, they make you like a little taco cake. Gross. And, uh, you know, she said, Garcia's, we didn't want anything that was super high stress, said Garcia. We also love Taco Bell. You're Mexicanese! Nothing high dollar either. How, well, Hauser added, it's just good, consistent food. We enjoy it, it's cheap, and we have lots of fun eating it. That's my white guy voice. Did he snap his suspenders? <laughs> taco smell, taco hell. I just, I cannot even walk into a Taco Bell after eating food here. You know, I go to Jalisco's and I get my, uh, uh, my shrimp uh, meal, then my shrimp plate there, but I can, I can only eat that once in a while now because of the sodium. My shrimps. The rancheros. Shrimps, rancheros. They got good crispy tacos. I get them. I, get, I, get, I can eat crack. I can't. I got. I got to stay away from flour tortillas because of the sodium and uh, whatever's in them. 
so I could only eat corn tortillas. But I don't like floppy corn tortillas, so I just eat crispy tacos now. So the flour tortillas aren't floppy? Well, they're floppy, but they have too much sodium in them. The corn tortillas have corn in them, I know, so, you made it seem like which the, you call maize. The floppiness was a negative thing. No, I like the I like the I like soft tacos. I just don't like soft corn to- corn tortillas. It's just something about them I don't like. But I, lo- I I love crispy tacos. So because crispy tacos is just like eating nachos, but it's like eating one big folded over nacho. <laughs> well, the crispy is a corn tortilla. It is, but it tastes different crispy than it does floppy. Does that make sense? That sounded dirty. <laughs> hey, Dom, did you hear that? <laughs> it tastes be- it tastes better crispy than floppy. <laughs> there you go again. I am a filthy man. Man. We're talking about tacos. This young couple out in California got married at a, at a Taco Bell. Right. And you expressed your... My disdain. Yeah, for ta- well, not only Taco Bell, but for corn tortillas as well. Well, my problem with this particular couple is that one of them is Mexicanese. You know, if if, right. if they both had been honkies, I would have been okay. And the one that would normally be calling the shots at a wedding. Uh, right. <laughs> well, yeah. And she's just letting this white man take her to a Taco Bell because he's cheap. But she also, she likes, she apparently likes Taco Bell. I'm just like, how can you be Hispanic? How can you be Latina? I should use my Ricardo motto. How can you be Latina and still eat Taco Bell? <sighs> that was my best Ricardo Montalban. Well, not very good. I do not eat at the Taco Bell. <laughs> I eat on Seti Alpha 6. <laughs> there is a taqueria on Seti Alpha 6. But this is Seti Alpha 5. <laughs> Sorry. Lost my mind. It's Friday. <laughs> so you don't think that it's right for her due to her heritage? No, it's not right. It's a Taco Bell. Of course it's not right. Her wedding catered by Taco Bell. It's damn near racist. <laughs> she Well, I mean, I'm just saying, she should know better. Shouldn't she right. know better? Yeah. Well, for, you know, what, what, what did she said? She said it's it's consistent and inexpensive. And they have a lot of fun eating it. They have a lot of fun eating it? What's fun about eating it? I don't know. What, do you juggle the damn tacos? What's fun about it? You know, there's only a handful of foods that are actually fun to eat. I'm trying to think of what, like, fun to eat. Spaghetti. Spaghetti's fun to eat. Perhaps Jell-O. Jell-O. <laughs> Jell-O shots. Yeah. Actually, uh, navel shots, you know, the, the belly, what do you call See, them? there we go again. Look, what's wrong with you? Come on. <laughs> you ever have a Jell-O what? shot out of a stripper's navel? Perhaps I have. I have, but I don't want to talk about that now. <laughs> We're talking about something else, and you, your your mind goes right for the gutter. I'm just saying. You know, it, it's like you have a, you need a front-end alignment or something. <laughs> Speaking of strippers, maybe she's trying to get back at her parents. <laughs> <laughs> By eating a Taco Bell, <laughs> you have you have brought like in the old movies, like you know when they all have John Saxon or some white guy with a mustache or some woman who's like you know Jewish yeah. from Manhattan from right. Long Island, but she plays the Mexican chick, you know, Italian. she's got this Italian, she's got this really dramatic voice. You have shamed us. How could you eat a Taco Bell? It's fine. You break my heart. What? <laughs> 
fun. It's fun. It's cheap. <laughs> it's so I, consistent. I must turn my back on you. See, and as they pr- uh, you know process out, they throw the sauce packets at them. Edward <laughs> <laughs> James, James almost has to play the dad, right? <laughs> yes. Selena, you disgrace me by marrying this man at Taco Bell. <laughs> stands there chewing a piece of invisible gum. <laughs> Selena disgraced me by getting married to this gringo at Taco Bell. That's the worst James Almost imitation I've ever done. Right. Selena! Anyway, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. What the hell am I talking about? I don't know. No, I don't know. All right. Uh, would you get married to Taco Bell? Taking your call. Wet old weddings. Wet old weddings. Come on, honey. It'll be great. They serve that Mexican food you like so much. I take thee and thine Mexi melt. Anyway, two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Just take a break. I do. <laughs> Instead of exchanging rings, they exchange chalupas. <laughs> chalupas. Is there anyone here who disapproves? Of this union. Let them see. And like Edward James almost burst through the door. Don't do it. You must be married in a church, Alina. What is an encharido? <laughs> what is this mixy melt bullcrap? <laughs> I'll take the turros. <laughs> God. This show's ridiculous, man. This show is so ridiculous. Let's take a break. 210 It's Sean. On Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, I love that show. News Talk 550 KTSA, Mark D. Van Camp and Robbins. I got a man crush on Scott Robbins. I'm just going to be honest with you. I got a man crush on him. I love it when he gets angry. Gosh dang! He you, says that all the time. You vicariously get angry through him? I do, because I'm, I'm an angry man, too. Because I hate everything. It's just funny. 210599. I'm just looking at meaningless crap on Facebook while I'm doing the show. I'm looking now at old pictures or people who used to be like really beautiful celebrities, and now they're really old and crummy looking. been looking at that for five minutes. Ooh, Goldie Hawn. Jeez. Yeesh. Ooh. Ugh. <laughs> That's terrible. But then you get the Brad Pitt. It's like, he didn't look any different. Johnny Depp looks like he passed away six months ago. <laughs> he just doesn't look human anymore. And uh, Jack looks like he's had a few too many churros. You know, you see, because every time you see him at like one of the games, I guess he's become something of a hermit now, and people don't really see him. Because he's put on a lot of weight. He's in his 80s. He's he's an old fart now. He looks like an old guy. But every time you see him at one of the, uh, was it Lakers? Is that where, every time you see him at a Lakers game, he's like chowing down on some hot dogs or some nachos. Like bits of it on his face and crap, you know. And he's usually there with his son. Go get me some more of that salsa. I don't have enough salsa. All work and no nachos. 
All work and no nachos makes Jack a very dull boy. I'm not going to hurt you, Wendy. I can't stand up. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Did you hear what I said? I can't freaking stand up. How am I going to bash your brains in? From my freaking wheelchair? Um... (laughs) I don't know where the hell that came from. But if you're Jack Nicholson, you know, he's not like he's going to be picking up any new girlfriends anytime soon. He's single. What the hell else am I supposed to do? You know, except eat and drink and smoke cigarettes, you know? You know, he's got enough money to get him through for yeah. whatever time he has left. Yeah. He doesn't need to work. <laughs> Give a crap. He's Jack Nicholson. He's Jack Nicholson. He he's eats, done it man. all. He's done now he's eating, you know? A lot. He did it all. Now he's going to eat it all. <laughs> You can't handle the soup. <laughs> well, he'll go too far and be Yak Nicholson. Yak, Yak Nicholson. Nicholson. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's bulimic. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, that was so stupid. <laughs> you need me at the salad bar. You want me at the salad bar. Here's two times. <laughs> God, help me. Uh, Mike, what do you want? <laughs> Mike, speak! Yeah. Oh, hey, what's going yeah. on, man? Hey, listen, I've got a question for you. Right. Now, the government and all them left-wingers and everybody else has a woman has a right to abort babies. They have that right to save the shot on their body. Yet, they're turning around telling us that we don't have the right to have what the government says we need to put into our bodies. And my point is this. They say, well, they're going to keep from killing millions of people with this COVID. Well, how many babies have they aborted? How many millions of babies have they condoned and continue to condone to be slaughtered? I agree. There's it's kind of hypocritical. being killed than there are anything else. And I don't understand that. It's a little I hypocritical, huh? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I just said. It's a little hypocritical. It is. It's it's damned hypocritical. I mean, how are they going to condone that if anybody asks? They are. (laughs) They don't care. They don't care. I got to go, Mike. Man, he was kind of a drag, wasn't he? Getting near the end of the show. I'm silly. I'm doing this pitch perfect Jack Nicholson imitation. All of a sudden, this guy wants to talk about abortion. Uh, 210-599-5555. I guess I do do a pretty good Jack Nichols in there, don't I? It's all in the face. you got to get the face going. You know? Right. Yeah. Your name's Don Morgan. Donnie Morgan. I worked with a guy named Donnie Morgan on The Departed. <laughs> He was a key grip. We did some blow together just to get through the day. Because that Marty Scorsese, he's a little runt. He likes long days. <laughs> I love that. The, 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 the part of watching the part of watching Nicholson play a guy from Boston is hilarious, you know? Yeah, it's great stuff. 
when I tell you to put the body in the mosh. You put the body in the mosh. This ain't reality TV. Remember that? The mosh. The mosh. That's how he does a Boston accent. The mosh. (laughs) Is the show over yet? No? Okay. Uh, Two (laughs) (laughs) ones. Are we done? Are we done yet? Jeez, you're just going to make me run it all the way up to the clock, aren't you, Chris? Can't get out of here a few seconds early and get me some nachos. I've been around. I've been doing this a long time, Chris. A very long time, and I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be him for a day. Just he's my one of my favorite actors. I've been trying to think of a, of a Jack Nicholson role that I enjoyed. <laughs> All of them basically, but there are some that you know the movie's not that great, but he is so phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah. Like remember Witches of Eastwick? Oh yeah, he was great. Oh, that, that was a movie. mediocre movie, but he was great. Fantastic. Or did he do it to us on purpose? Because <laughs> I'd really like to know. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thanks for Lynn. One guest, our executive producer, Don Morgan, Rudy J, my good brother, Trey Ware. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Bye. Spread the love. Don't be a dark.